Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. Welcome to 50 Years of Hip Hop. Larry Mazel Jr. is taking a few well earned days off this week. I'm Roddy Nickpour. And today, Martin Douglas has taken us back to 1998 with the track Ha by Juvenile. Where we come from is an inevitable part of the stories that we tell and the art that we make. And Juvenile's career is packed with the rich culture from the city that made him. New Orleans, Louisiana. The style, the food, the dialect, the emotional tenor of our lives are colored by where we're from. And so is our music. More so than any musical movement of the past century, hip-hop has been a regionally focused art form. I'm sure with almost a year of reinforcement, you're already well aware of how hip-hop started on the streets of New York and how it didn't take long for the music to be reconfigured by talented wordsmiths and musicians from all over the country. I'm talking places like Los Angeles. I'm a self-made monster of the city streets. Remotely controlled by hard hip-hop beats. Atlanta. Philadelphia. Driving in my car down the avenue. Tucking on the train, sipping on some blues. Turn around, see the fly young lady. Move to the train with our mama city. Memphis. Just for all you play a haters who be talking that. The three things show no love, put some hurt on the train. And at this point, 50 years since its origin, there are outposts for hip-hop music in most points of the world. This story is about a city with a rich tradition in Black music, how one particular city made its stamp on hip-hop culture, a city with its fair share of both triumph and tragedy, a city with a flair unlike any other in America or in the world. I'm talking about New Orleans, Louisiana. Sadly, one of the reasons why Black music is so integral to the culture of New Orleans is because, at one point, the city held the biggest slave trading port in America. In the 1700s, a law allowed slaves to have Sundays off. That's when African people would congregate in a part of town known as Congo Square, where musical traditions of Africa were preserved. Although the long-standing tradition of brass band music was imported directly from Europe, African Americans made it their own. Some musicians took elements of that style and turned it into a genre we now know as jazz. Artists like Louis Armstrong, Fats Domino, and Jelly Roll Morton embraced jazz, brass music, and the blues to create a flavor of music that's unique to New Orleans. In their wake came rhythm and blues, rock and roll, funk, and eventually a style of music coming from up north and over west called hip hop. I got killers in the project selling water. I got from New Orleans to Florida. Bubbling up under Master P's No Limit Records and its transition from independent success to mainstream stardom was an imprint called Cash Money Records. Cash Money was founded in 1991 by two brothers from New Orleans, Third Ward, 
Ronald and Brian Williams, better known as Slim and Baby, or for the latter, Birdman. At first, the label focused on Bounce, a distinctly New Orleans strain of electronic dance music. The label made a regional splash with a group called UNLV. Not to be confused with the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, which had one of the most elite basketball squads in the nation at the time. The Rebels were showtime before the Lakers were showtime. They scored a lot of points and it was very fast-paced, but really the team was built around defense. Meanwhile... A young rapper named Juvenile was building a reputation for himself in New Orleans by rapping at every single place he could. He rapped in parking lots, he tore down small bars with his live sets, and became the talk of the city's rap scene with no recorded music to his name, which only added to his legend when he finally released his debut single, Bounce for the Juvenile. Juvenile linked up with Cash Money during a chance encounter. The label's musical mastermind, the producer Manny Fresh, met Juvenile at a bus stop. Manny asked Juvie to kick a verse. He did. Then he recited another rhyme, and another, and another. The deal was sealed and Juvenile was minted not only as a solo rapper on Cash Money, but as part of a group called The Hot Boys alongside a fellow uptown New Orleans rapper called BG and a 14-year-old prodigy known as Lil Wayne. So you say you're ready to hustle, scuff over a dollar, rumble over a bundle, ready to bust over two dollars, ready to die for five, ready to ride all night, better be about your chains, let them hang at all times. Cash Money's regional success led them to start taking meetings with major labels. By March of 1998, they signed a $30 million deal with Universal, the richest contract in rap music history at the time. Among the terms for that deal was an 85-15 profit split in favor of cash money. It was a truly unprecedented negotiation in the world of hip-hop. As the money came in, cash money started operating in a vein of successful labels like Motown and Stax. Collaborators worked around the clock with several different vocalists fleshing out several different song ideas in several different rooms. This workflow worked out astonishingly for Cash Money. They began to churn out hits, and not just your average run-in-the-mill singles that would have a respectable run on the charts. I'm talking genre-defining singles like BG's Bling Bling. Although Juvenile delivered plenty of gold and platinum plaques that adorn Cash Money's halls, one single stands out in particular, simply titled Ha. By me being in a magnolia, I call my style off the post flow. So I took the everyday slang, huh? The question answer that everybody use huh? every day. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Huh? Like the bar went to the store, huh? You ready to bust somebody in, huh? You ain't scared, huh? You know how to play it, huh? I know you ain't gonna let somebody come and punk you, huh? Then it's front you, huh? Straight up run you, huh? It was dark, sneering, and dripping with the flavors of New Orleans the thick pot of musical gumbo. 
Manny Fresh cooked up a beat with ingredients from Bounce and Funk. And if you took the instrumental and replaced it with an acoustic guitar and the classic 12-bar structure, Ha will work just as easily as a blues song. After the success of Ha came its follow-up single, Back That Ass Up. With these two smash hits, the cash was flowing for cash money. But as dynasties are built, they often fall a few short years later. After the tragedy of Hurricane Katrina demolished New Orleans in 2005, Lil Wayne pivoted and became what many people thought was the best rapper alive. Wayne's Young Money imprint went on to produce superstars like Drake and Nicki Minaj. Before that, he briefly collaborated with a young rapper named Currency, one of New Orleans' most respected rappers to this day. Circle smaller, stack taller, stay honest, we all be balling, I promise. As far as Juvenile, he became one of hip-hop's reliable hitmakers for the next few years, even delivering Cash Money's first Billboard number one single, Slow Motion. Today, He's one of New Orleans' most recognizable entrepreneurs, and a viral campaign to get him a session for NPR Tiny Desk resulted in one of the most inspired and beloved performances the platform has ever delivered. This piece was written by Martin Douglas. Our podcast manager is Isabel Khalili. Before we go, a huge thanks to the folks who made a donation to KEXP during our fall fund drive last week. Nearly 5,000 people came together, and those donations were of all sizes. And all of that teamwork is what pushed us over the edge to meet our fundraising goal. So if you're one of those donors, listen to this podcast with a sense of pride because it's here thanks to you. I'm Roddy Nickpour for Larry Mitzel Jr., and we'll see you next time on 50 Years of Hip Hop from listener-powered KEXP, where the music matters. <laughs>